I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in Wyndham, New York. And I'm Scott Blakeman in Manhattan. I first began to notice them about six years ago. Tiny holes, pinholes really, at the bottom of my Mack Weldon Merino long sleeve crew neck shirt. Were moths the culprit? I knew of no other possible explanation. But then these same pinholes appeared on a Pima cotton t-shirt. No self-respecting moth would have anything to do with cotton. Wool is their thing. So what could be causing these mysterious holes, usually four or five of them in the same general location? Years went by. I told only one friend for fear I would be labeled a certify, certifiably insane. She chalked it up to an aggressive zipper on a Roots track jacket. While I doubted any Canadian-made garment would possess aggressive traits of any kind, I went along with that diagnosis until the other day. Scotty, your story about the tiny holes has me uh, has me on the edge of my seat. If if we had a sponsor right now, would be a the perfect time for us to break for a commercial. But our listeners shouldn't have to wait to hear what comes next. So please tell us, tell us now. Thank you so much for the support and encouragement, Tommy. And what actually happened the other day, my girlfriend Jindra had remarked about those tiny holes, and she said, Tommy. Because I thought I was the only man in the world, the person in the world with these holes. She said, I have them too. My eyes lit up. I immediately Googled tiny holes at the bottom of my shirt. And yes, discovered countless pages addressing this very situation. Apparently, it had only begun to manifest itself in the past eight or nine years. Why? Well, thinner fabrics were deemed the culprit. But the primary cause seemed to be buttons and rivets on jeans, which apparently now must be made of titanium. The recommendation to avoid pinholes at the bottom of shirts, why simply tuck them in. So with that newly discovered information and advice, I want to take this opportunity, Tommy, to offer a sincere apology to Canada and all its fine people for placing the blame for my shirt holes on the zipper of a Canadian made jacket. Oh, Canada, <laughs> ever forgive me. Scotty, I agree that you might be too hasty in blazing, uh, bla placing blame on ca Canadian clothiers for the clothes, but the clothes maker is fully responsible for the thinner fabric that seems to be the root of the problem. You know, it's funny you mentioned roots, Scotty. I don't talk about this much, but I have been heartbroken by a roots jacket. Now, Nothing to do with the, the little metal pieces on it. I purchased the, the Roots jacket when I lived in Canada. And just after a few wearings, it lost its color and the fabric simply deteriorated. At the time, I was so on the side of Canada, I was rooting for Roots. Imagine my disappointment. But Scotty, actually, I now know you, your problem wasn't with, with the Roots uh, fabric itself, but actually the, uh, uh, you feared that there may be a, a Canadian um, rivets or something causing it. But I, I'm here to tell you that Roots itself, that jacket let me down. And something that I've never really come to terms with. And maybe, well, maybe now is the time to really uh, think about it through. Now, you, you say that, I, I just want to Yeah, well, actually, here. Tommy, I would clarify. Uh, again, not to be a, a Paul Anna, the male version of Pollyanna. Uh, 
because in my case, it, it turned out not to be this zipper on the roots track. That's They're right. That's what like I'm saying. Say, yeah. But they did say, Tom, here is the mystery, though. I will say they do. And I felt uh, the Mack Weldon, which I've talked about many times, yeah. is a finely made garment. It's not, they say, well, cheaply made fabrics. This was a fine Pima cotton. And actually, it hasn't come from my Gap t-shirts that I got for $5. So this is a mystery, Tommy. In my case, finely made garments are suffering this affliction of tiny holes. So yeah, yeah. in a sense, Tommy, the mystery continues. And maybe we'll unravel more of in these next ensuing uh, minutes. But so I say to Roots that I, I love Roots. In fact, Tommy, when I was in Toronto, when you were the show running, or the show you created, Raising Expectations in Toronto, I actually uh, went to the Roots flagship on Bloor Street, engaged the sales help excitedly about my love of Roots, went to the Roots uh, outlet uh, down more downtown on Queen Street or King Street, one of those, and, and told them, I, I just was at the store on Bloor. And I was so excited. So, and to this day, I'm an aficionado of Roots, I've, I, and I've purchased their socks on many occasions. So, Tommy, the answer is a little more nuanced and perhaps, well, there's more questions than answers. Yeah, that's that's how it often is, Scotty. Yeah. Um, uh, we, of course, there has been times, and we've noted it, when there's been more answers than questions. And, <laughs> and, and, and uh, uh, But those times seem very rare. rare. And, and, and then, nobody really... No, no yeah. one really talks about it. Nobody then, talks about that. And you have to come up, which is harder, really. You know, a lot yeah. of people go, oh, that's great. You've got an embarrassment of answers. But <laughs> no, then you've got to come up with questions. Yeah. And that's not as easy as it sounds. Oh, that's, a, that's a tough one. And yeah. a lot of times, yeah. and then sometimes people just don't even bother to come up with the questions and they just give answers willy-nilly. Those yeah. are the people who tell you facts that you haven't asked about. You know, these, and, and that actually is true. Guys who just... Uh, start telling you we have friends who just su suddenly will just tell you blurt out facts that you may not have known and and <laughs> you haven't asked about them you didn't oh. uh, 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 want to know uh, uh, really that's no uh, question even uh, uh, posed but yet they give the answer that's a great example you've done it there's a lot of people going can you use this as an example more answers than questions you've done it uh, yeah. more answers than questions and more uh, sometimes there's an exact number of questions answered. I mean it, there's so, so many variables but Tommy what to me it's so inspiring. You know, I always go right for the yeah. hallmark moment. Yes. I, was, I don't have to tell you, you know, listen, I don't want to bring it down. We no. don't want to make people laugh. But for years, Tommy, I felt alone. I felt oh. the only one with this problem, these tiny, these pin, tiny pinholes, Mac redundant because well. pinholes are tiny. But I really thought for sure I was doing something wrong. That's it, Tommy. What did I do wrong? I had yeah. these shirts that were a pretty penny. I was ruining them. What did I do? What's wrong with me? Yeah. I would say out loud, it's, privately. Privately. privately but but out loud, funny. so you could hear it. And it I could hear it. Uh, but but nobody else could. Because nobody could private. unless I was staying at a thin-walled Airbnb. But in, in those years, I was not. So, But it was years, Tommy, wow. not knowing that anyone else. And other people would go, ah, it's probably, you know, they didn't know. They, yeah. Like my friend said, yeah, it's the zipper, which it was not. And again, that's why I made my heartfelt apology to all Canadians. It was not the root zipper. But Tommy, the feeling that we have, and this is for all our listeners, yeah. when, when Ginger, my girlfriend, said, I have it too, I was no longer alone. And then, then I was emboldened to go on Google and found that it's been talked about uh, ad nauseum, which is an expression I don't like because it connotes nausea. Yeah, and nausea is an unpleasant uh, yeah. stay. So, so you actually it really, talk is about that it really so appropriate. That people, yeah. yeah uh, uh, but, but sometimes people do talk about things until they throw up. That was the only <laughs> way they know how to stop talking about something <laughs> right. in those days. Literally stops them. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that's why I don't like that expression because I prefer to be 
oh, they really a lot of pages about the pinholes, not, you know, uh, and you could feel great. You could feel fine and have right. a full meal. Ad nauseum tends to make, yeah, imagine that you read so much that you just start throwing up. Yeah, uh, queasy, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or get queasy, you're right. You, yeah, you, queasy, but even queasy, who wants queasy? Nobody wants queasy. It's yeah. actually one of the worst feelings I have, I, I, I know <laughs> of is queasiness. I, and that's I, one of those odd words that it's kind of not a, mainstream word but uh, people from all walks of life use it yeah that's you right so yeah i'm feeling kind of queasy it almost sounds like an upper class you know servant i'm queasy sir but it's uh we all use it though. yeah yeah, yeah. All, and i like the all walks of life too There's yes yes walks uh, and, and you wonder which walk <laughs> of life are you in I, I i don't know which one but i i know yeah. i use the word queasy but you're right even a wealthy man on park avenue could sometimes feel queasy as as the doorman of the same Park Avenue building. Exactly. Oh, what a great analogy. Or the dock worker or anybody. And But Tom, yep. getting back to that great yep. revelatory statement, yes, all walks of life. Now, that must denote, I was going to say connote, but when you use connote as opposed to denote. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> at this point. But yeah, that's uh, a tough I said one. connote already, which I've never said publicly. So... I uh, like connote because it's, you know, you don't hear it as much and it makes yeah. you sound a little bit more like a, well, a, a, an impressive person. I see you yeah. when you say connote, I yeah. see you at a big desk in a <laughs> room with 12 foot ceilings and tall. A lot of books. Art and book loads yeah. of books. Yeah. And you're connoting something. No, you're right. You're right. And that's a historian. That's a John. So that's not all, all walks of life. Don't use the word connote. Let's no, be clear no, about that. That's John Nisman territory. <laughs> that's Michael Bechtel's territory. You know, and, and they can say it. It rolls up. No it. one challenges them. No, we no. pointed out, Tommy, no one ever goes after John Meacham or Michael Bechtel. No. Shows. They are the most uncontroversial characters yeah. uh, known to man. Now, I was thinking about those guys and I was thinking about the way this is just uh, without uh, uh, straying too far from the, yes. uh, the topic. And, and we'll bring this all back together to yeah. the tiny holes in the shirts and and my own issue with Roots uh, yeah, um, uh, itself, which you you wanted to take off the um, you wanted to 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 on my, on my personal experience urge that that, that yeah. yeah, the Roots, yeah. your experience with Roots is no problem. Yeah. I have that shirt that. Well, it was a pullover, and it just starts to 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 decompose. I mean, that was yeah. that was, and I thought that was me too. I thought that was just just me. Oh yeah, you wearing uh, it appropriately, or yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's let's. Uh, uh, um. Uh. But but as you but as we pointed out, this is not just a topic that uh, is about shirts. You'd think nope. it's about shirts, but this yeah. is I said gum, you know, guns, steel, and germs type of thing. Where it, oh, it a affects lot of everything, including the walks of life. Well, that's people who say connote. Well, that well, getting let's, let's zero in on walks of life again. How what was the origin of that? Clearly, in its day, the 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 wealthy and the you know the the high class walked with maybe a strut with their canes or whatever it was, and then the laborers were scurrying because they they weren't treated as well and they were so late they're always late and they late always and... had to get somewhere yeah, yeah and and then of course the the uh, the middle class person would would uh would simply just uh would walk along purposefully but without yeah. a, without any special but yes the high class they would strut with pride yeah i can uh, picture them now yes you might say yes almost from the legs flailing up and in a very uh, you know almost uh, monty python-esque silly walks manner and then and uh but yes in those middle... days yes in those yeah. days and, and and you could tell a man by his gait because you yeah. didn't have cars in those days you just walked around yeah so yeah. you had to you had to be able to to tell what 
what what, what is the person's social strata just simply by the way he and of course his clothing and 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 and, and such yeah but, but they never really said uh, you know i for all people uh regardless of their finery or their uh, blazer fit that's, you know, that's right that as much no the expression all- was never yes Yes, all walks purpose. of life and for people who drive all kinds of fancy car or, yes. or fancy or, 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 or no, no walks of life says it all the different walks. Of, and, and, and what was the the the, uh, the word that you found that is used in every single walk of life? What was the word? You just said it. It was. Oh, uh, well, uh, it was uh, people from all walks of life. It was always. uh, uh yeah, I don't know now. I mean, I, I well, at least it's out there. <laughs> researchers can scour the the, the audio. Well, we'll tape. have to listen to our yeah but, but to you, hear you what you we just said. said well, that's, it, 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 yeah, that's it, one of the great things about recording, Tommy. In fact, the best <laughs> thing you could literally forget everything you said, almost like as if, it, but it's retained throughout. But but, but the listener knows, and the listener is going. Yeah. No, it's and, and, but we're we're at a loss, and the part of it is. When you ask somebody, what is something, what was that word? Right away, when somebody asks you that question, your brain suddenly thinks, I don't know that word either. Like, yeah, how, what is that word? I know, it's amazing that you, you've you said it and you think, well, by, you have ownership, you were the one who created it. But no, it goes by so quickly that it's, but thankfully, again, through the magical space-based right. technology of audio tape, which we use, we use a woolen sack, real, real recorder. A lot of people don't know that. They think this yeah. is the modern day digital age. We're holding a phone. Well, and, there's and that, we are. But, we're holding a phone. But yeah, but, but, but we, we, we imagine that there's a woolen yes. sack, real, real chugging along, recording every word. Yes. Uh, and and, and uh, with, a walk of life or a bell and howl with buttons yes. that are incredibly difficult to press down. Oh the, yeah, the Bell and Howell tape recorders. Uh, uh, we, we, um, yeah, yeah. Don't high even know about the wonder of tape recording, though. You can, oh. uh, 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 but but this is uh, this is the um, uh, uh, but walk it is of life that we that, that, yeah. that this is a real life podcast. Yeah, we don't. You know, only the first couple of paragraphs are scripted. Yeah, and the rest of it is completely without a net. So you never know what's going to happen, where we make a, a very serious, valid point and then forget what it was about. Well, yeah, literally a minute later, literally or seconds later. But that beauty of it is, it's out there for it's time there. immemorial. Which again uh, is an odd expression. Is it memorial? Is it immemorial? It's it's, uh, but it's out there. That's the main thing. Yeah, and that's the, I, I must circle yeah. back, as they say in, mm-hmm. in the business world. By the way, the business world only. Are people saying expressions like circle back? I mean, people, because I always wonder. And politics, politics. Yes, I was at a place where they had a convention of investment people and private equity. And really, I always say, what do they do? This should be a documentary. Perhaps you and I can helmet, Tommy, showing them in a work day, because all it is is staying out late, working late. And oh boy, I have a stack of papers to get through. But what do they do to earn these? Uh, big incomes and it's very unclear to me to this day what business people do other than use expressions like circle back be on the same page let's run it up the flagpole uh, i think that's what they do but that's for another show Tommy. no but that's, what do they do? It, it shows how why how far why did that this one topic yeah of holes in your shirt yeah leads to a really a, a, a questioning that the, the total economic uh, system where you have all these people wearing suits and with jobs that you don't know what like you know what a mechanic does on your Absolutely. car you get it your feet he's fixing yeah. your muffler if you have a car which yeah not everybody does all right but uh 
you know, what a dentist. But these people in these suits that make vast amounts of money and they circle back and they uh, look uh, at that. And, and, and let's work on that deal. How's that yeah. deal coming? Let's work on the deal. What do you do to work on the deal? You oh, know, that, it, 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 TV, uh, in my experience, TV is it, is absolutely chock-a-block, top-heavy with people who you don't know what they do, but there you have suits and yep. they're at your meeting and they're coming up with some idea that we don't really need, but because they yeah. have to justify them saying, uh, you know, their their fancy salary yeah. and and their you know their offices and such but but they don't really have a purpose and there's a lot of jobs like that a lot of people like that and you wonder is that how we wind up with shirts with little tiny holes well in them? exactly that that's that you brought that full circle so beautifully but what also we've shown is when we start off i'm sure the the wag the skeptic would say oh this is quite an important topic with all the issues in the world Blakeman brings up pinholes and shirts, but as you so eloquently expressed, Tommy, oh, sure, we start with pinholes and shirts, but where we go, no one knows. And we, as you say, a deep examination of our uh, corporate uh, structure and jobs. What do you do? And I'd love to follow. I like to be like they take a daughter to work, take a son to work. How about just take a skeptic to work day? Yeah. Like somebody I, who doesn't believe you really uh, do anything. Do anything. And, just, and they can't. And they, by the way, it has to be done in a way that they can't put on a show for us like well i'm gonna work today well, that's so. the that's the problem with the take a skeptic to work day is yeah. that a lot of times you know then suddenly you know you go to work and you're and basically the whole idea of take a skeptic. let's just make it clear for people yeah. listening to a thousand years from now uh, uh it just came up it's a, it's it's something you just started yeah and that's uh, uh uh based on the take take your kid to work day take somebody who doesn't really believe that you really put in a good day's work who doesn't understand what you do and doesn't yeah. really isn't really sure you contribute anything uh uh, uh to you know, to 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 life in general, or or even or and and deserve or, or even that the company that you work for, right? And deserve a hefty salary. And, 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 and why do you deserve exactly? Why do you deserve? So take take a a a, a skeptic. Uh, um, you know, uh, first of all, it's not you know uh, uh, how do we put the skeptics together with the people who have fancy jobs. Um, that's, that's the well, other it has part to be of done it. A little you know, I mean, like if you take place. your son to work, you know, where you, who your son yeah. is, but I, I think that does it, does it put, here's, here's my question. And it's, it's a really a practical one. I think the people who are listening to this podcast are formulating the same question in their minds. Yes, we must have a take a skeptic to work day where everybody who doesn't, you know, who doesn't think, uh, uh, you do that really an important job. You bring them to work and then you show them whether they whether you do or not. But but the, the point is, like, what do you do? Do, do as a skeptic? Do I march into a business and say, I, I, do, I, I want, you know, is there a take a skeptic to, to work well, a policy well, with the do, company? Do that? Well, does the company even have that? How do we get the companies to, to let people like us? Well, the big difference, I think, as you said, these take a son to work, take a daughter to work. Those are, you're right, here's my daughter. Oh, hello, hello, little girl. I don't like you. You know, what it could say had a difficult childhood. But the difference is here, it must be done surreptitiously because uh, as we said, it doesn't matter. When you bring your son to work, sure, you're going to show off. It's not a big deal. But the skeptic, we need to see what goes on on a normal every day for these jobs. Yes. So how do we do it in a way that well, we're not going, huh? here's the skeptic. Hello, skeptic, come on in. And then they, of course, manufacture all these ridiculous that's right. tasks that, that they never exactly. do any other day. So that's, 
that's something we're gonna that, have to work on. That uh, is a big know. problem, and that's a. And I was just thinking that maybe what what we should do, people who, you know, kind of think, uh, uh, and and we call them skeptics, but essentially what what we're talking about are, are a certain brand of people who, who don't get why. Uh, uh, certain people who wear suits and <clears throat> drive fancy cars have these incredibly high paying jobs. What do they do? All they seem to say is, is cliches like circle back and, and, and we'll, we'll have to hit that, hit the ground running. And, yeah. Yeah. And that's one sort of those of days. Yeah. And, that and, was and, a, and I, what do they do? Do they do, do they? Okay. So here's what I'm proposing. Maybe we don't do the one day a year, take a skeptic because, you know, I mean, also people will, will say, Oh, could you be my skeptic this year? And, and, well, I'm not really a skeptic. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why I want you to be the skeptic. So you don't really, you know, give me a hard time about how little work I actually do. Yeah. That's what we don't do. So why don't we just have, have a, a, a maybe just be, uh, you know, just simply maybe with some identification, show up at these job sites and say, I'm here. I'm a skeptic. I really doubt that you're doing any. I, I, I really I, I really don't know if you're doing what you do for a living. Like, why do you have this fancy office? Yeah. I'm going to be sitting here watching you. Uh, and, and they and they have no choice. Like, uh, uh, can we can we? Well, could that you what you're saying is I understand you're saying this is more of a, a like, formal thing where like, the, a, like like a health department. Well, the, yeah, the health department, the inspector is coming. And but then it again, randomly and, and well, and yes, it has to be random spot inspection. That's the only way. Yes, that's the only way. Uh, and again, because it cannot be they're going to be on their best behavior. Now, tell me, I have another suggestion. Yeah. What if this could be a little more complicated? The best way maybe to be a mole, as they say, to infiltrate by being one of them. So what would happen is, Tommy, I would go to business school, the Booth School of Business at University of Chicago or Wharton and become one of them. It would take many years and I would still do the podcast under an assumed, uh, well, I'd be under assumed name at the business school. Then I would join these firms and over a period of years, I, then I'd write this 800 page book and it would be picked up on 60 Minutes, a preview of it. What really goes on, how they do nothing. Yeah. So that would be, in a sense, the most complete way. But, and I know what you're thinking, do you really want to spend years of your life going to business school, being in that world, having to go out to these bars afterwards with these guys and chuckling at bad jokes and, hey, what are you going to do on that one, Boomer? Hey, we're heading out on my yacht, whatever it is. And again, this isn't all people. Many people in business are fine people. That's a 10-year commitment. It's a 10-year commitment. Just to say, tremendous I don't think they, yeah, I don't think they really, and I'll say, it'll be a very exhaustive book. But it'll basically say they don't really do much to earn that salary. So I love the yeah, idea of yeah. the book, though. So yeah. it, but could you do it as a reporter? Now, Scotty, yeah. you went to one of the finest uh, uh, um, schools of journalism in yes. the world. Uh, um, and the Medill School of Journalism. The, the Medill School yeah. of Journalism in Northwestern University. And yeah. and and so maybe as a reporter, as a plain clothes, like uh, uh, the, the going to... Uh, I am also troubled by going to, you know, taking a three-year uh, business, getting an MBA, yeah. spending a lot of money, and then you're you're basically going around and 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 sort of uh, uh, busting people on how they don't really do their job. Uh, I think you can do that using your reportorial oh, background. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. You're as a, a reporter, and you go in, and I love the idea of a book that. That basically uh, uh, um, reveals all these jobs that do nothing except make the job the person who uh, you know gives them status and money and 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 a sense of 
purpose when in fact they have no purpose and 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 how you know what is the percentage of jobs that are just absolute fat you just have to people do nothing and they just say cliches like let's that's, circle that's, back gotta and say what the do cliches. we do yeah. That's the key, by the way, the cliches. And and it is in the TV business, too, and entertainment also. Oh, Obviously, so there are many, many people who do put the work in. But, the, you know, there's the development field. Yeah, we developed that show, Friends. You know, what did you exactly do? Well, we were in the room when someone else mentioned it. You know, We, did, we didn't uh, cancel the show before it started. Yeah. Like, that's... that's yeah, crazy. yeah. And then they use the words. People who have, you don't yeah. know what they contribute, but they're somehow at the meeting and they're they know your name and they, and they ride know, that credit for forever yeah and, and they absolutely and and the result is honestly i do think that's how we wind up with little holes in the bottom of our of our shirt well it, it does that, yeah and uh, uh, it, i mean yeah. that that really and truly you know it's these people who do, who have big huge jobs but all they say is let's i'll circle back to you on yeah, that yeah instead of doing the actual work and again tommy noticed i said in the last eight or nine years, this is not a, it was not forever. No, in the old, not even the old days, just the pre eight or nine years ago days, it, things, I guess, even fa expensive things were made better. Now I'm a made in USA guy. Lately, I use uh, getting socks from American Trench, Broadmoor, Pennsylvania and, and others. And I believe that there is good craftsmanship out there, but I'm, I believe also, Tommy, and this is, well, I'm saying this now with 10 minutes to go, it could be a year's worth of podcast. I believe there's more to the story, Tommy, than we're being told. Because really? I don't buy that. Yeah, the fabrics aren't as good. I don't think that's a full enough answer. There's something. Is there a mysterious element in the air? That's, and they even said, this is one excuse, Tommy, leaning against a counter, a kitchen sink can over time do that. Like what is on the. Can over time cause holes in your. It causes it to deteriorate. But Tommy, they're always the same four or five little holes that are always in the same spot. Tommy, there's more here. And yeah. I think I've decided to dedicate not all of our uh, podcasts, but at least a minute of every podcast uh, to this issue, because I think it's larger than we think. Even It is larger than we think. And it, it, it ha uh, um, and, and by the way, when you say you buy American, does that mean that you eschew Canadian now because of the uh, uh, well, what no, I told I, you fact, about the roots? Uh, uh, no, I, Canada, I do love it made in Canada. Like I say, I have many root socks with their with signature stripes and I do enjoy them. So they're good. Uh, they're good quality. Unlike good my quality, jacket. Uh, yeah, I've, I've done well with them. I've had them for years. The cotton ones, over time, eventually you get the holes, but any sock would, would have And that. I have this incredibly uh, uh, huge uh, winter coat that's Canadian. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, that uh, coat, Tommy. We should do not just a podcast, but uh, a country based on your coat. Well, you know, here's the funny thing about it. It, it, yeah. it, really, it is this enormous... Enormous code. It, it it was not cheap, actually, no. and um, uh, but and it's extremely warm. It's the idea is I bought it because I you know was you know I was going to live in New York and and, yeah, and yeah. I knew that New York gets cold. Yeah, and uh, and I got but it's stylish too, Tom. Let's point it out. It's not these uh, you know big parkers with the snorkels that we wore in college. It's a very stylish coat. And yes, it was a pretty penny. And and even I may have had a little thought going well. All right, so I don't think you need to go that far. You know what yeah. I think now? You haven't gone too far at all. I envy when you, I go, oh, it's a little chilly out, and you just literally laugh, not at me, but you mock the weather. You literally I do. I, mock I laugh cold. at the weather. I, I, yeah. I, you know, you know uh, uh, I, I've, uh, I've seen ads, you know, laugh at, laugh at the winter for, you know, long underwear. But uh, it really, it took a, a, a big, huge, massive Canadian uh, made 
uh, winter coat with a with a full hood and 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 um, yes, it doesn't snorkel. The hood doesn't come to a snorkel. No. Uh, I like those snorkely hoods. So oh, yeah, that got me through Northwestern and the chills yeah, off of I Lake did, Michigan. In Madison, Wisconsin, I yeah. had a snorkel hood. But this this is a massive. But here's a fascinating twist, Scotty, that uh, I didn't see coming. Uh, I, I've had that. It, it, the coat cost me $1,000, but but I've worn it over a period of many and that years. that was $1,000 10 those years days. ago. Or, oh, in those but, days. That was those, that, that, a lot that, of money. Today, that would be. Uh, oh, four four hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that was six years ago. Because that was six years ago. Yeah. inflation. Yeah. So, uh, so the coke cost me four hundred million dollars in today's dollars. Yeah, and and, uh, and still again, still worth it. Still, worth but it. it's still worth it because yeah. I wear it, and it's in perfect condition. And key, and still, I laugh at the winter. But here's a problem that that I didn't expect. Sandy, my girlfriend, she doesn't like the coat. Oh wow! She doesn't like the. Can you? She she actually hates the coat. Wow! She doesn't. She she thinks it's like wearing a a big uh a uh, uh, pillowy uh quilt. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, um, wow! Uh, this is something she, I really was not. Uh, I know. I know. This is something I haven't told a lot of people yeah. about. I didn't. These are these are two things I never told anybody about the roots uh, uh jacket that started yeah. to fall apart. Yeah. And and I've never really revealed this this fact that my big canadian coat is not and also it's the only thing that keeps me warm but it doesn't you know for some well, some days like you're torn, no other I mean, well and you're bringing this up now with six minutes still because yeah. this is really i mean this is a this is an 800 pay novel because yeah. here it is tommy you first of all let me give you credit you didn't yeah. bash canada's ah, i didn't like that coat no you got no. another canadian garment which is beyond and i've seen it in person in action it's a mall i envy it it's a marvelous coat. Oh, well it's you're huge. doing everything right tommy but here's this woman you love yes and you certainly cer- certainly we want approval from the women we love oh obviously. my gosh and and this is a coat you love and a coat that i respect deeply right and yet she says even though she acknowledges it keeps you warm, she doesn't like how it looks. What I, I mean, Tommy? How I mean, our listeners are wondering: How do you de- deal with that conflict? That, that's a that's time? a tough one. That's a tough one because, yeah. uh, uh, okay, it's one thing if if you don't like my family. It's another thing if you don't <laughs> like my job. Well, you don't see your family every day but, in the but, winter. But yeah. but but yeah, it, but my coat, yeah. my winter coat, the thing that keeps me warm. She would rather I wore the uh, that sort of black navy. A uh, coat that's that looks a little bit more um, slim or something like that. I don't yeah, know, but not doesn't keep puffy, you warm at all. Uh, uh, but yeah. it does not keep me as warm. She'd yeah. rather, uh, and this is this is something that she hasn't really said. But I, I, it's something that I would have to work out with her. Do you want me to freeze just so I don't uh, appear to be wearing a big puffy coat? You know, yeah. that's those are questions that you don't want to. You know, these well, are that's a Act One personal questions. That's and I know she Act One, I think, with in the musical, obviously, and you yeah. do the plaintive cry. Do you uh, want me to freeze? And I know she doesn't, but right. I, I, I don't think, but I think she doesn't mind if I'm a little uncomfortable, and or yeah. I say a little, maybe a lot uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. As well, long as I don't look puffy and giant. Yeah. Now, like Broadway, giant. Broadway, a musical aficionados will say there's already a musical Frozen. We're not trying to appropriate that at all. No, no, what no. What you're no. talking about is a whole new take. Completely it's not, different. They're it's very not, different. It's not, not involving ice queens. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, there's no ice queen involved at all. No, there's no. There's very no. little magic except the magic of, of, um, 
uh, uh, winter outerwear. And no, and exactly. We've had that with comedy. People say, hey, I, I do a joke about relationships. Now, there's plenty of room for musicals that involve being cold. Yes. They, yes. And I love um, Frozen's a great musical. The kids it's love a great it. music. We're not going to we're not saying no. we're trying to replace. Frozen. No, no. And it's we're certainly not, not copying it. No, this is a it, this is another very good point, Scotty. Yeah. Yeah. There's room under the big tent of Broadway yeah. for a musical about a coat. Yeah, uh, and there by there there was a musical about a coat. Uh, Joseph the Amazing Technical of Dream. Yes, ding, ding 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 ding. That's ding. very good, Scotty. Thank you. And so so it's not even the it's not even the first mu- musical about a coat. Exactly. I mean, uh, I'd love to say we're breaking new ground here, but in a way, I think it's you know it's part of the genre you know coat the coat musical. Genre. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure people teach a course at Juilliard about, you know, and and rightfully so. So. So this is Tommy. And again, let me just give you credit once again. We do this yeah. podcast twice a week. We used to do it seven days a week, then five. Yeah. I have never, and I don't think our listeners do, pick up in your voice a quaver, a tremble. I, when you b- burst out with your inspired lunacy and comedy and observations and inventions, yes. never once does a part of me, and I've known you, Tommy, yep. for more than 40 years, I never think, Something's up with Tommy. Yeah. I hope there's nothing with his girlfriend and his coat, anything involving <laughs> that. Because that would be what you'd expect to hear in the voice. Right. You'd go off. Like I'd say, Tommy, what do you think of these pinholes? Well, my jacket. And then there'd be silence. And I'd hear muffled cries. Yeah. And that's what you naturally. But yet, no, you, Tommy, you brush yourself off. You hit your marks. You're on time. And no one knows. uh, Nobody knows. You live with it every day. Is my No, because, yeah, in the podcast world, you know, there's uh, uh, you got to put all that aside in the podcast world. You cannot uh, you cannot do what we do. Without being able to to say, look, I have my personal life here. Yes, sometimes it bleeds into the. In fact, a lot of times it bleeds yeah. into the podcast, but yeah. it's not going to cause me to just, you know, hurl my my little my my cell phone against the wall in no, rage. No, no. Uh, 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 what would that do? No, no. But it would but, end the podcast as we know it, literally. And so we always we implore all future podcast creators, and eventually we all will be. Yeah. Uh, don't ever, in any anger or in any kind of hurl your phone because that is your device to transmit your podcast. To That's the world. our instrument, Scott. That, yeah. that, this phone, this podcast has been done entirely on a phone, a, t- a tiny radio studio, yeah, uh, the uh, 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 reduced to the size so yeah. it fits in your pocket. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's truly remarkable. You know, in the old days, Scotty, th- we've talked about how podcasts, uh, you know, would be. Uh, 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 this very unruly thing with if they were why you know um, wax cylinders, cylinders you'd wax have to do. cylinders but also that the days of the 1930s the podcast would have a huge would require an enormous radio tower yes. which which we don't need that's that's another good thing uh, but and also the, you would have especially and I had this at WNUR Evanston in Northwestern an engineer so I would yeah. have to have right now in my apartment there'd be a guy great guy in his 50s you know Mac. Oh yeah, and he'd be sitting in the corner with the whole setup and the dials. Gr- and gr- grousing though. Yeah. Here's the thing about sound engineers, and this yeah. is this is actually a known thing in the TV business. Yeah. They're the grumpiest people on the set. They are always, uh, 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 and this was pointed out to me that, that that's always the case. They're they're the uh, uh, and 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 uh, they're well, always like, now, why, now yeah. listen, your your, your tones, yeah. your levels, yeah. your levels are too high. Right, right. Well, you know why, Tommy? And again, in their defense, because I've, I've known a couple of them, and, and certainly they have big personalities, but their job is about perfection. 
Yes. About every, and any little, they don't, it could be death of a salesman, but if somebody just moves their chair or there's a little plane two cities away in the air, they, they hear it. it up. They hear it and so they get why, blamed for it if it yeah. ends up in the And they get blamed room. for it. So we, it, I can understand that the pressure of the job, it's oh, all about there's, perfection. There's so, really no way you can do it uh, uh, other than wrong. Uh, yeah. uh, nobody's ever going to go. Ah, the sound was just so great. I know they have they have Academy Awards for sound, but yeah, yeah. but it's really more for things that it. don't go wrong. Because otherwise, it. Yeah. Uh, but Tommy, wow, we've just uh, there may be a record today of yeah. subjects we've touched upon that all relate to the beginning topic of pinholes and shirts. It's all yeah. related. We've broken new ground. We've talked about finally examining, holding up the mirror, what people do in the investment world and private equity banking. How do we do it? We've talked about just the walks of life, the various walks of walks life. Walks of life. Where does that expression come from? And just as you've brought up now in these closing moments of the podcast, uh, uh, the whole notion of sound engineers, it all relates. It and all the, comes. And, and, and Scotty, one other thing, and yeah. that is the tragedy yeah. of, of uh, when when your your special other person doesn't the, the other person in your life uh, doesn't real doesn't like your winter coat. Well, Tommy, and that's something I must say we will revisit because, and again, my hat is off to you. Uh, both hats that I'm wearing, uh, I have yeah. five hats on at the moment. Just that you've managed to get through, not just get through, but but not just uh, uh, survive, but prevail on these podcasts, as Faulkner might have said it. Even with this conflict with your girlfriend, You're right? That, oh, I, it I, will I, be addressed. I, I, in like detail say, in numerous podcasts as well as symposiums yeah um, well on that note scotty i'm going to just say right now i mean i we could go on forever but we we've got to you know we got we got to hard uh, out as they say yeah that's really okay on that note i i'm going to remain tom saunders and i remain sincerely yours scott blakeman and we're getting through this <laughs>